Discipleship on Purpose podcast. Welcome to the Discipleship on Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode seven, and I'm going to share with you my testimony. Some of you know me, and maybe not my testimony, and some of you don't know me, and I figured I'd give some background to the person speaking to you. And uh, I start, uh, basically I was born in uh, Tacoma, Washington, Madigan Hospital. My uh, father was in the Army. Um, I have a twin brother, and my uh, parents were young when they had us. My mom was 17, my dad was 18. And so we went from here to Fort Benny, I believe, which is in Georgia, and then ended up landing up in Alaska, where we were at, I think, Fort Wainwright. And so... And from there, we moved to the North Pole, like literally maybe a mile from Santa's house. And it's like legit. There's reindeer and all. So loved Alaska. Uh, had so much fun. It, it was, there's nothing like waking up and finding a moose in your yard. And those suckers are huge. Uh, but <clears throat> uh, while we were in Fairbanks, uh, my brother and I actually ran into some, some porn. And one day, my father heard us outside kind of just cussing up, swearing it and just not not acting like a uh, boy should act. I mean, uh, obviously we were doing some things that were inappropriate, sinful. And so from that point, my, my parents found out, and my brother and I, we were going to church like a lot. I think Sundays, Saturdays, Wednesdays, uh, Royal Rangers. I think we went to, uh, I forgot the, uh, the, the type of church, but... Um, it was one more of a charismatic church, <clears throat> and so we we went there at a, and at eight. This was eight years old, and apparently I got baptized. Um, I remember, you know, I don't remember getting baptized, but I do remember just being emotional about you know my life and you know um, you know hearing about you know Jesus Christ. And so I share my testimony uh, as a reminder that I'm not <clears throat> wanting to make anyone out there feel guilty or think that they're salvation is not genuine. Uh, This is the story that God has given me, and I share it because, um, you know, there's things that I have learned from it, and obviously, maybe the Lord can use it to stir other people uh, through the Holy Spirit, but clearly, um, by no means, you you may not have a, um, a, like a dramatic conversion by by any means or a story and you know some of you that are raised up in the church are not going to have this type of testimony and to be honest with you I would rather not have the kind of testimony I have but it is part of my story so uh, hopefully you can be encouraged and in that uh, maybe um, consider your own walk and for those of you that don't know Christ um, this will be a great um, conversation on you know just what the Lord has done in my own heart uh, so back to me at eight and looking at porn and having a filthy mouth, we started going to church and, you know, and even through the process, I really never knew who Jesus Christ was. And so even into my teen years, um, I didn't really have a full understanding of, of who Jesus was. I mean, I knew that he died for sinners and I thought that, you know, um, you, you confess and um, you just he'll just forgive you, and it, you know, uh, and there were, it, it was always disconnected from having a life that was godly and growing. I, I remember often praying at night, asking the Lord to forgive me for my sins, and uh, and then I'd get right back at it, and you know, and I I, I think I felt bad because 
you know, I, I knew that it wasn't honoring to uh, Jesus, <clears throat> but I just, I kept on doing it. There were, there was, um, and so at 16, my, uh, we stopped going to church as a family and I actually got into hanging out with some people that I probably should not have hung out with, got into, uh, I mean, we went to school, I worked a lot in high school, didn't do any sports or anything, but after high school, we graduated, really got into a lot of um, drugs and alcohol, hated life. In fact, at 18, I com- contemplated killing myself just because I, I hated life. I hated people. Ended up moving to Texas um, and uh, ended up getting on with uh, Albertsons down there. Transferred up and met my, uh, my wife. And so that was a kind of a interesting part of the story too. We lived together before we were married, which is sin and, um, you know, fornicated, uh, you know, and all, all this time, like I was, you know, all the way through until I think I was 30. I, I really would tell people that I was a Christian, but I never really lived like it. I mean, church was more about, you know, after, right after church, we'd go home and all I cared about was, was alcohol and, and football. So like football was my idol. And so, um, you know, I think around, we got married in 2000, uh, August 26th. And so this is our 20th year, praise the Lord. And well, it, and right after we got married, my, um, my wife's brother had, um, his daughter, um, and, uh, you know, hi, hi, Jesse and Heidi and, uh, had, had Samantha. And so that just totally, you know, changed Jolie and Mai's world and we wanted kids and so we got we did get and I think we got pregnant with Caitlin I don't know if it was planned or not I don't think we knew but we got pregnant we're super excited had had Caitlin and so the the one thing that I I do remember is that as soon as we had Caitlin I started thinking you know good parents take their kids to church and so I told Jolie like we need to go to church um, be good parents and so, I mean, and so I, I, I praise the Lord for that seed because when my parents took us to church, you know, while I never had any kind of, um, any uh, affections for Jesus Christ, clearly that going to church as a kid, plant, that seed was planted and then we have my daughter and boom, we're, we're in church and, and that was God drawing me at that time. Uh, I often remember, you know, the, it was not really the, most helpful church, but it was church and the, the pastor, whether, you know, there, I know, remember one time he was talking about some sin issues and I was thankful that my wife was in the nursery and that <clears throat> she didn't have to hear that and, and ask me hard questions. And, and even that I would, you know, tell, you know, people, you know, never run away from asking questions, you know, trying to uh, be an encouragement to people, those that are in this world that are blind, uh, to uh, the realities of who Jesus Christ is and their own sin, um, you know they they will not know and and maybe questions could help. Uh, I know that in my own sin, you know my my mother in law often pursued me asking questions, telling me that I was wrong, and I just never was persuaded. But that's because God had not given me a new heart. Uh, he did not give me ears to hear the truth. And I did not have eyes to see the truth. So uh, God has to do a work in the heart to, to save people. And <clears throat> so we had Caitlin and uh, they started going to church. And even in that point, um, you know, to give some background, uh, obviously at eight, getting introduced to porn was um, 
uh, a, a bad thing. And uh, it kind of went on with me. Uh, I think, you know, I don't think I really actually had a problem with it until um, maybe as a teenager, um, here and there. I mean, obviously buying magazines and, you know, doing things like that. There, there wasn't really the internet, so that was not an issue. Now these days, that's probably a bigger issue. Um, often that's a, just a reminder for parents to make sure you're keeping tabs on your kids and what they're looking at and, and, uh, you know, you know, looking you know, in terms of the internet and their devices, you know, keep checking on those things. Cause obviously we want to be accountable for our shepherding of our, of our kids and their purity is important. Um, but so I think you know, Julie and I started living together and that actually really got me more into it because, and it was actually an accident. I was, you know, obviously being ignorant in my own life and I didn't have anyone to go talk to. Like, what is it? You know, I've never, you know, been with uh, anybody, you know, sexually like that before. And so trying to figure out what that was all about. I think that's a, another opportunity for parents to have those discussions when the time is appropriate or to give more understanding. So that way when, you know, you know, obviously appropriately, the kids can maybe get a, a, a not kids. A, yeah, I wouldn't say kids. I mean, obviously, you want to be sensitive to when that stuff is talked about. But not knowing that, I, I found I got found some things online that totally uh, just totally uh, lit a fuse. And from there, it just escalated. Um, and I hated it. I actually, uh, with all my heart, I did often was just look at myself and just think, man, this is just absolutely horrible, disgusting. And ended up actually giving up porn before I came to know the Lord. But back to my story. So when we were in church and the pastor had brought some things up, I mean, it seemed like the Lord was working on me and, and um, you know, really was trying to convict, you of, convict me of my sin. And um, I, I just, you know, kind of try to push it off and fight it as much as I could. Uh, and then... Um, I think after, so we had Caitlin, and then in like 2005, we, we, had, we got pregnant again, and we had a miscarriage, and that was um, very heartbreaking. Joel and I were, um, were excited about uh, this child, and uh, the Lord had other plans, and, and one of those plans was uh, later on that year, we had a, a big family vacation with uh, Joel's family, and a bunch of us went down to Disneyland and just kind of ran around the park, had a great time. It's like one of my favorite trips ever. I still remember vividly, you know, and, you know, often like looking at the photos of that trip. Uh, but while we were down there, I think we went down there um, and we flew. Joey's parents drove because um, Sandy did not like to fly and, and they had a dog. So uh, on New Year's Eve on 2005, we, had, um, we came back, uh, just the kids, all the kiddos. And then uh, Jolie's family, her parents stayed behind, and they wanted to wait to drive back until the you know traffic and stuff had uh, you know was better. And you know New Year's Day and or New Year's Eve, you know there's more DUIs and stuff because people have a hard time with you know those kind of dates with you know families and issues that they got. So and so there's more drinking, and so they wanted to wait, and they they and Sandy ended up getting sick, and she had often gotten sick, and you know she. Um, <clears throat> normally would just bounce back, but it just escalated and got worse and worse. And I think on January, I want to say January 5th, um, you know, Paul, my father-in-law had taken, had decided to take her in. And so they called an aid card. She had passed out and, and got really sick. And so they called an aid card, took, took her in and she ended up having a heart attack and, uh, ended up going in for surgery that night. Um, 
my, my, my wife and her siblings went down there the morning of the 6th. And before they had landed, Paul had, had called me and told me that Sandy had passed away. And I can still remember that, that day. Um, it was very, very hard. And I thought, man, you know, like, I thought that it would be really hard on, you know, the, the siblings and life-changing for, I want to say my brother-in-law. And in one way, it was for everybody, but my world was flipped up, flipped upside down more than I ever would have thought. And, and at the time, we were going to Calvary in Lake Stevens. And I want to say we went, yeah, we went after she had passed away. I mean, we went to a memorial, but we didn't really go to church. That, that, I think it was like a, it seemed like a month. And one morning I woke up and I thought, you know, we need to go to church. And Jolie was like, no, we don't, we, I don't want to go. And I was like, no, we, and I just had this urge. I don't, I can't explain it, but I was like, no, we, we really do need to go. I just feel like we belong in church this morning. And so we went and the pastor had uh, taken apart a passage. And um, I want to say it was Second uh, Peter. I, yeah, it was about, it was basically the idea of like Christians and non-Christians. What, what a Christian looks like, what a non-Christian looks like. And where are you in your own life? You know, and so at that time I was a professing Christian, but I walked out of there going, man, like if I was to die right now, I'd go to hell. I mean, I literally was not living like a Christian, had, had not lived like a Christian, you know, from, um, you know, I mean, I lived like uh, hell until I was 30. And so that week um, I got down on my knees and I pleaded with the Lord to take my life and to use it as he wanted. And uh, like, and he answered that prayer. He, he gave me a new heart. Um, I went from hating people to just loving people, wanting to be around people. I remember, you know, we switched uh, churches and I just remember wanting to get just totally soaking up everything I could, uh, Bible study, uh, and just wanting to get as much as I could. And I'm very thankful for my fundamental background because um, I was just, I got, I couldn't get enough truth. I mean, I listened to you know, pot, uh, sermons on CDs at that time, uh, just over and over again, reading good books, um, you know, regarding um, just things that were dealing with uh, Christianity and just was growing and learning a lot. And, uh, but it, and so it, it, was, it was a new life. And I remember like one situation I remember was, because I used to drink a lot. And in fact, I was trying, at one point I was hiding it for my daughter. And I went into Fred Myers and I think I either grabbed, I probably grabbed the 12 pack and as a Christian, I mean, this, I really would believe that I was saved. And I'm walking out and I really feel like the Lord was telling me, you know what, we got to hang this drinking thing up because uh, it's just not, it's not going, it's not going right. And I did and literally went sober for, for five years. Um, I think, and, I, and today I do drink, um, but it's a different uh, type of drinking. I, I have submitted my life to the Lord Jesus Christ and he does tell us, um, how to handle the gifts that he has given us in this world. And we, we are to honor him. And, you know, no one ever told me, you know what, you know, you can actually honor God with these gifts. I mean, if you take food, you take sex, you take alcohol, whatever it is, I mean, is, you know, the, <clears throat> those things can be handled in a way that honors Jesus Christ. And no one ever told me that. But uh, one of the pastors that I'm actually under their leadership now, they, they actually did a sermon on, on uh, you know, alcohol, it was out of John and the wedding of Cana. And, 
and you know talking about how you know how we can honor God and and just talking about you know oftentimes Christians get saved and they become dualists where they take God's gifts and you know put them in shoeboxes and put them away forever and and so I did pray about it and think about it and and you know I just I was thankful that somebody actually um, could say hey you know what it the the gift is not the problem it's it's what you do with the gift and how you handle it and are you considering Jesus Christ with that gift. And so that's one thing. Um, the other thing was after I got saved and I started reading the Bible, you know, I realized that I had totally uh, sinned against, you know, Jesus and, and my wife with my lack of purity. And because I had um, engaged with porn in our marriage, uh, I felt that I needed to share that with her. And, you know, it was hard. That was a, that was a tough conversation. And uh, it was a hard time in, in, in our life. Um, I, I learned a lot about forgiveness through that. Uh, the Lord was able to restore Jolie and, and her love for me, and I praise God for that. Um, but it was hard, and so I, I confessed it to her, and she clearly told me that I could have gone to my grave with that. And, and uh, I understand uh, how painful that could be. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, sometimes sin is a trap, and you get, you get into that, and, you know, and, and, but I was thankful that the Lord gave me the strength uh, to do that and to make that right because, you know, my wife and I are one. And so um, I need to be accountable to how I've been with, with her in our marriage. And so that, that was hard and the Lord has, has restored us. And um, I'm thankful for that. Uh, it's, I mean, obviously it's been years ago, uh, but, you know, it, it was a good, a good growing time for, for us in our marriage. Um, <clears throat> one of the other things that was, was good was, um, you know, because after I got saved, I wanted to get baptized. I think I shared about this on a past, uh, past podcast, but, and then she got saved, um, you know, but like one of the ladies that she was discipling with, I think encouraged her to, to let me take responsibility. And, you know, you know, up until this point, I was horrible at, you know, taking responsibility. I was not a godly and growing man. In fact, if you often watch, um, like home videos of, of uh, when Caitlin was young, you often would see me um, on the computer. And, and usually, I, I mean, I was like doing full uh, fantasy football. Um, so <clears throat> that was like a, almost like a full-time job. I mean, I, I, I was so into football. It was just, it was crazy. And in fact, I would just study it all the time. I wanted to become the best in the world at it. And I sometimes I feel like I still have trophies to show for that, but I don't take it as seriously as I at once did. Um, I mean, our, in our old house in Everett, we had a den, and I made that into my football memorabilia room. And uh, literally, autographs, pictures, football stuff just caked the walls. And after I got saved, you know, I realized that, that my heart for football was, was, was in a bad, wrong place. And so I, I tore it down. And I did that because I wanted to be loyal to uh, Jesus Christ, and I felt like football got in the way of that. I mean, I still remember when I went to my first Sunday school, um, I was like telling the people, man, I'd rather be watching football right now, uh, but I feel like I need to be here. And so you know, now I don't need to worry. If I miss a game, I can care less. Um, but if there is football on, I'll watch it. And my wife and I enjoy it. And it's a lot of fun, but I'm just very thankful to learn about handling gifts appropriately, not taking, uh, making idols out of those things. Um, and there's so many lessons. But back to... Um, the responsibility piece. So Jolie, just at one point, she really put the ball in my court. 
I, I was the, the husband and the father, and she was not going to pick up that slack. She wanted me to, to own my responsibility and to grow in that. And I am thankful to the Lord for that. And it was hard. I, I still remember. I knew. I was like, oh, my word. She's totally making me own this. And so I needed to step up. And, you know, and so ultimately, if you want, you know, if, if you know, my lesson learned there, or at least I would share, if there are any wives that are ever listening to this, if you really want to see your, your man grow and be godly and growing, well, make sure that you put all the responsibility on their shoulders and let them feel it. Let them be the ones that, that lead, make decisions. You know, don't do the work for them. Um, you're just going to hinder the process. And so, but, I mean, I still love Jesus. Uh, I love him more today than I did back then. And I desire to be uh, a light for his people um, I, I know that there is salvation in no one other than Jesus Christ, and I pray that uh, that the people I run into, that I talk with, that I meet with, that they um, they see that Jesus Christ is is who who they need. Um, I mean, I often tell my my wife and daughters that you know they don't need a perfect husband, they don't need a perfect uh, uh, father. What they need is they need a father who loves Jesus Christ and is willing to live that out. And so I always am praying, Lord, help me to be uh, bold, courageous, kind, and to follow you with all my heart. And, uh, and I know that he, he's got a hold of my heart. I, I, I often can tell you there's been times I've wanted to run away because uh, discipleship is hard. Life is hard. Um, life did not get complicated until I got saved. So for those that think that everything just becomes like, uh, great, like uh, the Kendrick brothers, um, yeah, it's not like that. Not, it, life is a mess. And when you know the truth and God has opened your eyes to that and you're, 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 you're called to be obedient to him and to love him more than anything, yeah, it gets messy. And so, uh, but, you know, he's just, I, I know that I've been disciplined plenty of times, but, you know, he has shown his love to me um, and I am forever blessed. And I am always excited about um, just other people hearing about their story, how they met the Lord. And uh, for me, it was kind of a odd story, but, you know, obviously thinking I was a Christian and I wasn't, um, you know what, you never know. I think the best thing that I learned out of that is one big be a consistent, godly, and growing example. Don't be afraid of speaking the truth. Don't be afraid of um, stepping up when when no one else is stepping up. You know, lead first. Uh, you know, um, you know. Don't consider how you can encourage, stir up other people. You know, when you're talking to people about you know the gospel and just the impact. Just um, you know, um, just remember that you know God has got to awaken your heart. You you can't argue anyone into the kingdom. Um, and until God gives them a new heart, they will not hear or see the truth. And so there's probably more I could share. <coughs> but I do hope that um, this is encouraging. And I've been blessed to be able to share this. And so I, I share it because um, for your encouragement. And so until next time, be godly and growing.